This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Moof Milkers? Welcome to episode 96, The Mandalorian Pregame Show. Is that the trailer music, Jeff? Yeah. Jeff, <laughs> you know um, the beginning? Today we're going to tell people everything they need to know before watching The Mandalorian episode one. I am excited about this show, man. I've been yep. looking at the TV spots that have been coming out. Yes. I almost want it to be on cable. Oh, really? Why? Because that's how excited I am to watch this. Oh, because you just want everybody to be experiencing yes, it? Yeah. Not, yeah, I know. It makes me it's, sad. It's when, like, oh, man, but only people who have a subscription yeah. are going to see this. And there are people who are still holding out yeah. that are like, I don't want it yet. And this sounds weird, yeah. but I'm actually more excited that it's only being released week to week. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that, Jeff. Everything right. <laughs> you need to know about the Mando, hopes, dreams, maybe even some predictions, Jeff. Oh, of course. You got to predict. But before we do... Social meteors. And by the way, Jeff, this is where we want the Move Milkers to let us know how they feel about The Mandalorian immediately after watching it. Uh, iTunes, search for The Skywalk. Oh, it's not iTunes. I got to remember that. It's Apple Podcasts. Search for The Skywalk. So weak. So weak. I know. Thanks right. a lot, Apple. So weak. Search for The Skywalk. Skies and Sky. Walk as in the thing you cook in. Spell W O K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Spotify, much better. Same deal on Spotify, The Skywalk. Disgracebook, Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, Bam! The Skywalk. And tell us about Potomatic, Jeffrey. It's Star Wars of Coffee. And all the other platforms, Stitcher, Podbean, Radio FM. Is that what Radio it's called, Radio FM, yes. All right. Actually, one more thing, Brian. Yes. Could you tell our listeners how they can get in contact with us? Oh, good point, Jeff. Star Wars Over Coffee at gmail.com. Yes. And and again, your Mando reactions. Send them to us any which way, people. Let us know. We want to know because we're going to talk about that in our next episode. We do read the comments. We do read the reviews. And we love them. Um, Jeff, I do have one surprise for you. I have no voice. So I'm leaning hard on you for this episode, Jeff. I'm going to be reading. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be reading the 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 topics. I got you, Brian. Waititi, watch. Waititi. Jeff, we like to talk about Taika Waititi on this podcast. Yes, we do. One because we love him, but two because he's directing an episode of The Mandalorian. He's good at what he does, and he loves what he does. And I saw Jojo Rabbit over the past week, and it was did amazing. You? you know, what? okay. So I've had questions about this because I still don't get it. Okay, what is that movie about? It's about a kid who's being raised as a Nazi. Okay. His imaginary best friend is Hitler, played by Taika Waititi. Really? But I cannot stress this enough that this is a satire. I see. And everything okay. coming from Hitler is completely absurd, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is to demonstrate, obviously, the opposite of what Hitler would teach you. So it's a very anti-war movie, a very anti-Nazi movie. But it's played out through the eyes of this kid who's being raised, indoctrinated into the Nazi ideology. I see. And they do it with humor. And as Taika Waititi himself has expressed, humor is a key to overcoming hate. So is there a sense of realism in the movie? Yeah, there is. Yeah. The movie, and this is the thing about it. If I could give a nutshell review, it's that you feel every emotion possible in this movie. So there are times where they're very, it's very sad, borderline depressing. Okay. As it should. 
coupled with hilarity. Okay. And absurdity. Okay. And it, I, I think it's just wonderful. And the end of it. You know, it almost makes me think of Life is Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I Remember would say that, that, like, you could, yeah, it's a similar vibe. Okay. Like, this is more, I mean, Taika Waititi, if you've seen his movies, they're all over the place. Right. And they're, they're hilarious and they're insane. Yeah. And this one's no different. But the end, if you aren't fighting back tears at the end of the movie, but the best kind of tears, like crying yeah, tears. because you're happy, yeah, yeah. Um, then I'd be very surprised. It's, it's really good. Anyways, he'll be directing an episode of The Mandalorian, which okay. we believe we've uh, Should we've be early. No, is the finale. Ooh. He's, he's supposedly directing this. Well, he already did this. Okay. Past tense. He directed the season it's finale done. that we haven't seen yet. Okay. So asked about Taika Waititi, yep. John Favreau, who is the producer and writer of the show, said, Taika is a fan. And to me, that was a bottom line prerequisite. You had to love Star Wars. So, Jeff, I guess you won't be working with Tony Gilroy anytime soon. Yeah, that punk's got to go. So anyways, Jeff, we got news nuggets. Moving on. Uh, Benioff and Weiss are out. Shout out to Carlos, who has some thoughts on this. Oh, I'm He would sure. like to relay them in a future segment. Oh, heck yes. Oh, please. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. Um, so here's the deal. We're going to make this quick, Jeff. Dude, I'm so glad these dudes are gone. This was presented as a mutual parting of ways. A collective sigh of relief across now, fandom. On the Skywalk, we have talked about... We talked about this when it broke, that they would be making a Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. We also talked about it when they signed a $250 million deal with <laughs> Netflix, that that was absurd. Right. And that this could never work. And sure enough- And guess what? It didn't. They said something in their statement like, uh, where's what they said? There are only so many hours in the day, and we felt we could not do justice to both Star Wars and our Netflix projects. So we are regretfully stepping away. No kidding! Jeff, you know, we've predicted- yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah. I th- I think that this is a subtle way of saying we were let go. Oh, I think so, too. I think they were fired. There are also rumors that Kathleen Kennedy wasn't happy about the Netflix, Netflix yeah. deal. Who who would be? Who would be? They're coming out with Disney Plus. Like, what are you doing? Jeff, these two guys, and I've been saying this on Twitter uh, a lot from mm-hmm. the beginning, mm-hmm. they are the Tom Haverford and John Ralphio of the movie ooh, business. Ooh, They're I just got like, you. oh, yeah, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got yeah. this. And they, they trick people into giving yeah, them yeah. these, you know. So, and I think that's what they did. And, and and we called this when they made the Netflix deal. We're like, how in the world are you doing this big thing with Netflix and mm-hmm. a Star Wars trilogy? This does not make sense. You know, every time we've predicted something, Jeff, it's a lethal dose of common sense. That's all it is. Lethal dose. You know? I'm looking at this quote, and I just want to uh, put this out there. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy says, we hope to include them in the journey forward when they are able to step away from their busy schedule to focus on Star Wars. Yep. Now, how could you not be focused on the biggest IP property right? out there in the business? Yeah. You know how Kathleen Kennedy sounds, Jeff? Yeah. Like every teacher I had in school <laughs> that was just like, young man, when you're ready to take this seriously, come talk to me. Jeff, next news nugget. All right. Ryan Johnson is still in at Lucasfilm. Speaking at a deadline event, he said, we're still engaged with Lucasfilm and we'll wait and see. No mm-hmm. updates on it at this moment. But yeah, we're still working on it. And I'll, I'll say this, Brett. Yeah. This movie, Rise of Skywalker, is going to put a significant pause on further developments anywhere. Not just Ryan Johnson, anywhere. Yeah. All right. If this does not work out, we're talking about big time changes. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. It could. No, be. I'm not. Again, I 
we're talking about a $2 billion movie. Right. So It should be. It really should. If it's not. It really should. But if it's not, like, dude, if this only does, like, to me, disappointing would be $700 million. Right. Yeah. That no, would be say, I think the law of diminishing right. returns, right? Yeah, yeah. So Force Awakens did $2 billion. Right. Uh, the Last Jedi did $1.3 billion. I think this movie should be 1.5. Right. So I think anything lower than that, then you might have them thinking twice. Yeah. Now, they are still like moving 700 forward. million is like a flop. Here's the thing, Jeff. Yeah. There is reality, mm-hmm. and then there is everything we hear. And there are two different things. And it seems like Lucasfilm is operating in this way where maybe it's just to satisfy stockholders. Maybe. They're just like, oh, hey, we just grabbed this creative team. Oh, we just grabbed this director. Oh, we grabbed this storyteller. And they want people to be buying in. Yeah, that sounds like stock news. Now, I don't think we should know any of this. Like money markets. I think this thing, like pulling in people like Benioff and Weiss and then letting them go, happens all the time. You just... You're not supposed to announce it. Keep it in-house. Yes, you keep it in-house until it's real. That's All right, anyway. Uh, anyways, let's get into our Mandalorian pregame festivities, Jeff. Right. Where do we have to be? When do we have to do it? And how are we going to watch it? Okay. We know some of the answers to some of those questions, Jeff. <laughs> when? Okay, when? Tuesday, November 12th. Jeff, what a great number 12 is. I just think 12 is a good number. Mm-hmm. Um, but when actually, Jeff, here's what we still don't know. It's almost Fibonacci, but not quite. Go ahead. Speaking of people who are bluffing, mm-hmm. it almost feels like Disney is like, don't worry, Disney Plus is coming. Jeff, I got an email last night that's like, hey, uh, it's coming next week. Don't worry about it. More details soon. It's like, where, when am I going to get the app? Right? Like, do you really want to drop it that day? And like, oh, hey, refresh, like download the system update pre- for your PS4. And hopefully the Disney Plus app will show up. So we don't even know any of that yet. I don't know. Jeff, will it be Monday at midnight? I'm still waiting for the announcement. Will it be like sometime later on Tuesday, like 6 p.m. Eastern time? Who knows? Uh, Hopefully we'll know that sooner and we'll put it out on social media when we find out. I think that subscribers, pre-subscribers. Yeah. People who who decide to put down and sign up, you know, three months ago. Yep. They should get first tips. Sunday night, Jeff. How great would that be? I'm just saying. And, and you, here's the thing. There's a history of these franchises doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it could happen. Um, now, they've been beta testing the service in, like, the Netherlands or something. So it should be running okay, but I'm a little worried about that. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah, but aren't we advanced enough to, Jeff, like, avoid hiccups like that? Fandango's still crashing when tickets go on sale for a new Star Wars movie. So, like, oh, how many Brett. times have we been through this, man? Oh, Brett, who's using Fandango? I don't know. I try. Nobody, it. nobody sorry. uses Fandango, man. Don't, you got to move on, dude. Don't Fandango. It's Adam, man. Are you Fandango shaming me, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. uh, so hopefully, hopefully things will run. <laughs> Actually, Fandango. I, that was my second choice okay, when right, I was right. getting additional showings. You, you, you want to know how? You want to know how I know that Fandango is played out? Why? Because they now actually sell furniture. What? With that name. Fandango? Yeah. Is it an would Ikea you like brand? To bu- would you like to buy a Fandango recliner? Is that like a Ikea tropical selection? Yeah. 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 They're branching it out. It really is. So that that's it's it's too mainstream. Jeff, do you remember when The Force Awakens came out? If you signed up for the alerts mm. on Fandango, you got them like a week later yeah, yeah. after tickets were sold out. At least they got that part fixed. Do you remember buying tickets over the phone from movietickets.com? Like Kramer? Why don't you just tell me the name <laughs> of the movie you'd like to see? <laughs> That's the best. Way back. All, All right, right. Go ahead. so we know roughly 
when we can watch this, Jeff. Yes. But when does The Mandalorian take place? Jeff, I thought it was actually several years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Okay. But Anthony Bresnikin of Vanity Fair tweeted this. The Mandalorian is set just after the fall of the Empire in Return of the Jedi. Interesting, right? Interesting. Okay. So he had a whole bunch of stuff. Jeff, they've actually released new trailers. You referenced the TV spots. Yes, they did. They put a new trailer on the other day. Let's talk about that. Okay. The new I did tra- see it. I watched it too. If anything... This, I shouldn't be smiling ear to ear, but I am. Okay. It actually lowered <laughs> it lowered my expectations. So here's the thing. Yeah. You know how on the graph you see the you see the incline, and then it starts to level off. Mm-hmm. To me, this trailer represented the leveling off. Portion. Absolutely. It's like okay, we know that we got you, mm-hmm. but now we're trying to grab everybody. Right. Like we we want all the segments, every single demographic, yep. to be interested in this series. I had a note here. Go saying ahead. that my feeling may be the reason that the trailer... I, yeah, because I felt like it didn't... It was disconnected. It was disconnected, yes. yes. Absolutely. It feels just like little parts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really tell us anything, but it didn't get me more excited. Right. So to me, that's a failure or a leveling off, as you put leveling it. Leveling off. better way to put because it. Because here's the thing. It's... The trailer is supposed to get you interested. Well, mm-hmm. we're interested. Right. It's not supposed Already to were. tell you more yeah. than that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, we're a week away. Yeah. Enough. We don't need anything else. We're already excited. But I'm glad that my expectations are reset a little bit. Yeah. Now, I, I put in my notes here uh, that I, I thought maybe it's because they don't want to show too much. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's only from the first three episodes or so. Mm-hmm. It could be. Um, you're also, right I think about, the character for Giancarlo, I think she's going to be good. Uh, wait, no. Who, you mean... Um, you know what I'm talking about. I was going to say Giancarlo Stanton, but that's a no. Yankees player. Mm-mm. Um, Carla Cugino. Carla Cugino. No, Are she, you, no, no, no. That's wrong too. Well, that's the n- closest name to what he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're bad. We're bad. <laughs> okay, just moving oh, on. Oh no, no. I'm sorry, Gina Carano. Okay, My there bad. we go. You're there right. we go. Oh man, you jeopardied me. <laughs> it's contagious, people. Keep your distance. Go ahead, man. Uh, no, she looks amazing, dude. Yeah, I think she's going to have some good acting parts in Oh, this, totally. So. Yeah. I think she's going to be like the linchpin. Yeah. Like she's going to be the backbone of the series, man. I really think so. All right. So anyway, I'm just thrilled that my expectations have been brought back down to earth a little bit. And we'll talk about our expectations in a second. They did show in yet another, another new trailer, Ming-Na Wen's character. You may know her from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I did see her. She's super cool. Um, she doesn't really say anything. She looks tough. Jeff, if I have a concern, it's that everybody in this show is tough Mm -hmm. and everyone in this show is morally ambiguous. Mm. If every single character is gray. You you do need some extreme. You need some variety there, right? Hopefully, uh, I think. You uh, need light and dark. Yeah. I think we definitely have some dark villains. Mm -hmm. um, So that's good. Jeff, let me just tell you a pet peeve of mine, though, before we move on to our expectations. Okay. Please don't tell me that something is iconic. So this report, this this report from Anthony Bresnikin. Okay, he's a great reporter for yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Wars things. I got you. Um, he said something like, "Don't pat char- yourself on the back." This character delivers the iconic line to the Mandalorian, "Your name will be legendary," which specifically makes it non-iconic. It's not iconic, man. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we don't even know what the context is. Yeah. This is like when when I asked you to quote famous lines from a movie, mm-hmm. it's because they weren't famous until after you saw the movie. Right. Hey, imagine if the first Empire Strikes Back trailer featured two seconds of Han, Se- Han Solo saying, I know. <laughs> you're like, wow, that's iconic, dude. Um, and Jeff, may, you know, maybe it takes on great significance once we see it in context. In fact, I'm, I'm pretty confident that it will. 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about it like this. But let us decide. We'll tell you if it's iconic, bro. <laughs> um, anyways, Jeff, right. expectations. Yes. Uh, yes, my expectations were sky high. They've been brought down to earth a little bit. A little bit. Here's what I expect. I expect it to be somewhere between Rogue One and Solo. So you don't expect a world-killing machine no. or Death Star. No. But oh. on the other hand, you do expect Star Destroyer-level destruction. You mean like a, a single reactor ignition? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's about what I expect. I okay. think it'll have a decent but maybe not great story. Mm-hmm. I think it'll have really good action. Yeah. And I think it will be visually inventive. Like what excites me the most about this, everything we've heard is that this has been experimental filmmaking by John Favreau. Yes. And that's exciting to me. I mean, he's making models and toys of Everything. ships just to see how it looks. Yeah. And that's when you really hit on They're good pushing stuff. the envelope for yeah. CG, everything. Right. Because right. too much of what happens today, not to be all Martin Scorsese or anything, Uh-oh. but it's like you only do things that you already know how to do mm-hmm. when it should be like what Han Solo said in The Force Awakens, which is I never ask that question until I've tried. Right. Is it going to work? I don't know yet. That's where you want to be making movies. That's where George Lucas always was. That's where he lived. You know. That's a great moment from that movie. Isn't it? Huh. Jeff, is it iconic? Not yet. Nope. (laughs) I'm going to have to watch it a few more times. So at its best, though, Jeff, here's the high end. Here's the ceiling Mm -hmm. of my expectations. Okay. Is that it will be a collection. Each episode, a smaller high-end Star Wars film of its own. So here's a a question for you, Brett. Mm -hmm. Do you think that in preparation for The Mandalorian that we should be watching Return of the Jedi? Maybe. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Or anything else? Any other recommendations? I don't think anything else. The nice thing about this is, like, anybody just coming on board now, yeah. even if you haven't seen any of the— Would it be okay if you didn't know anything about Star Wars, period, and you walked in and saw this? I don't know. That's that's an interesting question. Hmm. But if you're someone who has not been involved, a casual fan, who maybe hasn't even seen Force Awakens, Last yeah. Jedi, Rogue One, and Solo— I mean, this happens before, well, all not solo, but before all the new trilogy, right? Yeah. So I think you'd be okay. Okay. Jeff, one thing that we don't want to sleep on. All right. Our man, Ludwig Mandalorensen Gorenson, who did the score for this show. Wait, are you telling me I can already have access to the soundtrack? No, no. See, I was thinking, though, they should have done that, too. Like, why aren't they releasing the, the soundtrack? The soundtrack should be on Spotify already, man. Come on, guys. We'll be getting all pumped for it, you know? Plus, but Dude, you know, I can listen to that trailer music all day. Counterpoint, Jeff. All right. Things do tend to grow on us, right? Yes, And they I do. think it will be that way with the score. So maybe it's a good thing. The first time you hear it, you just experience everything as a whole. You know, Brett, this might be considered sacrilegious. Uh-oh. But I actually haven't seen The Force Awakens in maybe like a year. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. For me, it's been a month. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've gone a month without seeing it since it came out. Yeah. Jeff, any predictions? From you. First first question, who do you think will be the best or most intriguing character of this show? Who are you most looking forward to seeing more of? Well, I have to admit that I've succumbed to some peer pressure. Oh. And you've got me hooked on the robot bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. IG-11? Yes. Yeah. So I am looking forward to his interaction with the Mandalorian. Okay. So I'm very intrigued by that. I th- I think there's obvious an obvious connection to the Mandalorian mm-hmm. because there's there's a lot of mystery there. Yeah. 
Um, he just, seems like the sidekick, frankly. And he's always, but he's always prepared. Yep. Like so, like there, oh, yeah. there's that one movie. There's that one moment in the trailer where he's against like five or six stormtroopers, mm-hmm. and like he's actually ready yep. to shoot every one of them. Yep. And it's like this weird, it's this weird thing because it's almost like, well, does he have six arms? I'm like, no, no, no. But like, how how's he doing this? Because it really does look like, hey. Every single one of you guys, I've got something pointed at you yes. that could kill you. Yes. And I'm like, huh. Yeah. So, it, you know, the 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 fact uh, that the Mandalorian is constantly getting out of jams, mm-hmm. right? Like, t- to me, that's very, very interesting. Yes. So his character, but IG-11, like, up there. Yep. So, like, to me, that's it's like him. IG-11 is, is number one. Number two is Mandalorian. Number three is... Uh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano's character. Okay. So we'll see. Jeff, here's a sleeper. Okay. The Razor Crest. The ship. People have talked about. As a character. Hey, we know the Millennium Falcon is a character, right? So do you know what that ship looks like to me? What? I'm going to have to bring it up in another episode. Something from the Clone Wars era? No. Oh. Way before. Okay. Very old 80s movie. (sighs) Hmm. Flight of the Navigator? No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but close. Uh, boy, nah, you got to just tell me for the sake of time. <laughs> I mean, because I'll go through a, a, like three dozen 80s movies. I think there was a movie. I Again, I'm guessing here. The Last Starfighter? No, it, this is way back, Brett. Okay. I think it was called Space Pirates. Is it so far back? as? Oh, Space Pirates. Yeah. No, it was called Ice Pirates. Wasn't it? Was it, though? Yeah, I think I thought so. it was Space Pirates. I just remember that somebody gets beheaded, and it was very traumatic when you're, like, four. Yeah. I was, like, five, maybe five, six years old. But the ship. Oh, I don't remember it, the ship. It, so I'll show it to you later. I'll have to check it out. There's All something right. I also saw, maybe Expanded Universe, that it mm-hmm. reminded me of a little bit. Very close. I mean, it's got oh, some... Oh, well, now here's the thing. Yeah. In the Old Republic, mm-hmm. the bounty hunter ship looks a whole lot like it. Okay. All right. But, you know, like I said, there's other things. I think we're going to end up digging this ship majorly, Jeff. Yes. I, now, I'm not saying it's going to become, uh, you know, to the level of the Millennium Falcon or anything like that. But, but it will be on a lot of backgrounds. Yeah. I think that kids, you know, we talked about in our crossover episode with the Common Sense podcast, are they struggling for the kids? You know, to kind of get them pulled into the Star Wars universe, and that might be won't the type be as of thing cool as the U wing that starts to do it. Well, Jeff, if it's well, I don't want to get into spoilers. Anyways, Jeff, <laughs> uh, we typically so where are you going to watch it, Brett? I'm going to watch it in the comfort of my living room, Jeff. We haven't really talked about our plans yet. Do you have more than one TV? No, I do not. So you don't want to watch it on the computer or tablet? Heck no, Jeff. I'm not doing your standard definition plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Where I watch it on like a, a speak and yeah, spell yeah, yeah, yeah. first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then move up to like. You're a, not going to move up in grade of definition? Then to like a 90s era Nokia cell phone. Video cassette. Right. No, no. I'm not doing that. It's got to okay. start at the top. All, all the right. way up. All the way up. Jeff, how many drinks? Now, as the, as the move milkers know. We gauge things in how many drinks you need you to correct. enjoy it, yes. right? So the less drinks, the better it is. Yes. So we said solo, you need like three drinks to really enjoy it to the mm-hmm. full. How many drinks would you say you need to enjoy the Mandalorian? I would say even it's one drink. Okay. But a double shot of bourbon. Oh, really? Yes. Uh. Absolutely. Okay. I, I think especially, especially after and I mean, I don't mean to plug other podcast shows, you know, indiscriminately, mm-hmm. but we just did a crossover event with the Common Sense podcast show. Yep. And 
w- while doing the show, uh, we were able to taste a couple flavors of uh, different uh, scotch, scotch and scotch was scotch good. whiskey. But like, I I I would suggest bourbon. Okay. For the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's good, Jeff. Yeah. That's I can see that being what the Mandalorian drinks. Yeah. I think it's a one drink show as well. Yeah. I think you want your senses intact for this. Yeah. Hopefully, because it's a long form. You know, it's a show, right? Yeah. That they can tell the story over multiple episodes instead of being a contained experience. So hopefully, hopefully there will be things that you only pick up on on repeat viewings. Oh. If I do have a prediction, Jeff, I, I think the show could start off slow. Yeah, I think the first episode could end up being a little uh, underwhelming. But it, eventually, it creates this warm feeling inside. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a slight burn. Mm-hmm. But then it's smooth. I'm already worried, Jeff, <laughs> that it's going to really pick up steam around episode five or six, yeah. and then it ends with eight, Ooh. and we're going to just Ooh. be dying just for more. Like, Man, and we're going to have so long to wait. But then we have the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. That's all we have for our Mando pregame show. Again, our next episode, we will be reviewing the first episode or reacting to it. And we really want to hear from you, Move Milkers. So please tell us on Facebook, Twitter, or StarWarsOverCoffee at gmail.com. Shoot us an email telling us everything you felt about the show. StarWarsOverCoffee at gmail.com. Recommendations. Jeff, is there anything else you're looking forward to on Disney Plus? So we watched on The Mandalorian like four times. Yeah. And then we're like, let's see what else is on here before I watch it the fifth time. Is there anything else you're looking forward to when it drops? Every single Marvel show. Oh, okay. So I will check out every the beginning, like the first episode of every single Marvel show. Okay. I right. will yeah. watch it. Now, those won't be coming along for a little while. They won't, but for, I'm looking forward to it. As far as stuff that comes at launch, there's that crazy-looking Jeff Goldblum show. Yes. I am looking forward to that. Okay. I... B- Again, they they got me. They hooked me with the Mando, but I'm going to check everything else out because I'm a loyal subscriber yep. and I want my money's worth. <laughs> We're already loyal. Yeah. And I, We're we already even, loyal. We haven't man. even downloaded the app yet because it doesn't even exist for all we know. But we're loyal to but it. But in the meantime, man, I can't, dude, I can't wait for the reaction. It's gonna be great. I can't wait to see it. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. <laughs>